Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back, everyone, for part two. The first Mafia boss in history to rat, Joe Messino, dubbed the last Don, wired up. I just want everybody to know this is a reshoot from last week. So I put on the same shirt. Thank God we cleaned the shirt. So I'm not smelling, you know, I'm not uh, hurting the staff with a, a stench. But we were having technical glitches with the recording. So we'll do this one over part two. I left off that Joe Messino sent out a cryptic message to Vinny. Uh, the message Vinny got was basically from the way he deciphered it. We were going to take out the prosecutor. Joe sent word that he was disgusted the way he was being treated. Uh, the prosecutor was being extremely disrespectful to him. He gave the location where the prosecutor goes every Thursday night, restaurant, and the time he would be there. So Vinny told me this hit will be massive, a big hit, taken out of federal prosecutor. And that Vinny and myself would go into the establishment, blast them, leave them there, and then leave. Vinny told me to inform Ace, Anthony Aiello, Bruno, Anthony Indelicato, and then Anthony Donato would be part of the hit team. And they would help. They would probably be driving the getaway car and also the crash cars. Crash car is something you have in place just in case after you do a hit, As you're trying to get away, if there's law enforcement trying to chase you, the crash car, their job is to either block them or crash into them and make it seem like it was just an accident so we could get away. So what Vinny did, he said, just have everybody on standby. I'm going to send a message through a different source into Joe. Do you want us to proceed? That was it. Uh, After a few weeks went by, Vinny's like, Dom, I don't know what's going on. Joe never confirmed it. So just stay on standby, but I think it's off the table. Joe changed his mind. With that, we're all on standby. Joe goes, now Joe's having his trial. Vinny's there a thousand percent, constantly seeing the lawyers, making sure everything's going well, which, or as best as can be expected, he has his entire administration ratting on him, rolling on him. So basically the guy had, had no hope. End results comes out. Joe's found guilty. Vinny was very saddened uh, by that the guilty verdict. Vinny loved Joe, would die for Joe. That was his guy. In the interim, we're building homes off the Long Island Sound. There was about 24 homes going up. One of Vinny's partners were Robert Van Zant, who had the Van Zant agency. That was Vinny's money guy. And Anthony Donato also, who ran the daily operations of the construction projects. As these homes are going up, we get word that the feds are digging in Howard Beach. And I guess some dunes, like some just vacant, lotted area. That way you dump abandoned cars, kids may hang out. Just like a field of just empty space, weeds grow and everything. Feds are digging, they wind up uncovering the remains of, I'm pretty sure, the three captains that were killed in the movie uh, Donnie Brasco. So with that, everybody's thinking, oh, it had to be from Sal Vitale. You know, he cooperated. Joe's just found guilty. They start digging up in uh, Howard Beach, Queens. 
and they find the remains of the bodies. Uh, some remains, I even think they found some jewelry, maybe a watch, a ring as well. So by this time now, we have Tony from Parkside, a guy, Randy, reaches out to Tony from Parkside, wanted to be around him because the guy, Alperna, was helping us with the project. Alperna was around Tony. Alperna was close with Randy. So Randy wanted to be around Tony from Parkside. And Tony from Parkside, a hell of a guy. Call him Tough Tony was his nickname. We have great stories about Tough Tony when we first met him, Vinny and I. And Tony, when Randy came to Tony, Tony's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> because when we sat down with Tony, we said, why didn't you just take Randy? He said, no, 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 I didn't want a headache. You guys could have him. So Vinny and I, we both, we were hysterical laughing the way he put it. But Tony veered Randy to Jerry Asaro. Now, Randy was a rough and tumble kid, always in trouble, um, very loud, obnoxious. But, you know, he's a, he was a gangster. He was a gangster. Long and true of it all, Jerry Asaro doesn't want somebody new in his crew. He doesn't want the headache of somebody wild and just uncontrollable. So he mentions it to Vinny. Vinny says, I'll take him. You can't handle him, I'll take him. So who gets him? Dominic. So I meet Jerry's acting captain, who is Jerry on the side of the Whitestone Expressway. Meet Randy, introduced to Randy. I have Anthony Aiello with me, Ace. Right away, I read Randy the Riot Act. I said, listen, you don't know me, I don't know you. I heard you're rough and tumble, you're always getting into stuff, you don't listen. From this day forward, I'm going to give you a clean slate. But before I give you the clean slate, let's do this. Forget who I am. So I know you're, have you heard of me? He said, yes. I said, okay, forget who I am. I'm your equal right now. Let's go over there, you and I, and we'll duke it out. You don't know me, I don't know you, but you're going to respect me. Not for who I am, but for me as a person. Because I'm just like you. So Randy looks at me. He doesn't know what to say. I said, come on, right now, you and I, Ace, you're my witness. He's my equal right now. Anthony shaking his head. You got it, Dom. Come on, Randy, whatever happens, happens. You and I, let's go. Randy puts up his hands. No, 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 Dom. I've heard about you. Trust me, I'll respect you. I said, oh, because I'm not going to tolerate bullshit, Randy. I'm telling you now. I'm not one of these guys who walk around with my chest out because I have a button or I have a position. I got it. I got it. I understand. I said, okay, from this day forward, you have a clean slate. Randy agreed. A few days later, I told him how we correspond through pager systems, pay phones. We don't use cell phones. And if you meet me, we'll pick out locations in the Bronx. You come down. Randy agreed. I asked him what he was into. He said construction. Great. We have construction projects going on. Give us good pricing. We'll put you to work. You're with us. Randy loved that. He felt he finally had a home. So with that, I introduced days later Randy to Vinny. We're talking. Randy says he could do excavation work. He could do concrete work, block work. Comes on one of the first jobs. Randy hit, hit it out of the park. Excellent work. Footings, foundation, the pricing, wonderful, great quality. 
Now we go over to a bigger job. And also at the time, I mentioned Robert Van Zandt. He had the Van Zandt agency. He was moving to a different building. So we give Rand, Vinny tells Robert, we have this guy Randy with us. Really good, good pricing and everything. So we put him to work and re- renovating the building that Robert just bought. Everything's going over well. Maybe after a few weeks, a month, I see Randy, like I'm just getting bad vibes. Maybe he's drinking too much. So we go out one night and we start drinking. I have the whole crew with me. So I guess Randy started feeling comfortable. And, you know, when people feel comfortable, familiarity breeds contempt. That's what happens. And this is what was happening. Randy turns around and says, hey, uh, there's a guy coming home. He's a friend of yours. And when he comes home, I'm going to fuck him up. I said, Randy, whoa, whoa, slow up. You're not going to fuck up any friend of mine, period. If he did something wrong, bring it to my attention. I'll straighten it out. If he did something that violated your manhood, it's a different story. But you're not going to put your hands on a friend. We'll deal with it. Well, here's what I'm going to do. Right away, Anthony Aiello Ace jumps in. Randy, watch your fucking mouth. So Randy started from being a little tipsy, started straightening up real quick. He saw the look on our faces. And he didn't want to fuck with either me or Ace, especially the both of us together. And there was about two or three more guys with me that that evening. We were all hanging out, having a good time. And then even in the car while we're driving, you know, Randy just kept on, brought it up again. So I started feeling comfortable again. Ace ripped into him afterwards. We left, said goodbye. Ace wound up, he told me. As he was driving home, he pulled his car over, jumped out, said, Randy, come on, get out. Get out. You and I are going at it. And right away, Randy became sober again, threw up his hands. No, 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 I'm sorry. So it wasn't a good sign when we were starting. Then we hear this kid, Joe Benelli, passed a comment. I'm not sure if he shot at somebody's house in the Bonanno. I think he shot at somebody's house, which to me is a punk move. We're not children. We're grown men. God forbid you hit an innocent civilian. And he said, fuck the Bonanno's. When that happened, it came through Joe C., Joe Camerano Jr. So Vinny told Joe Camerano Jr., handle it. Take this motherfucker out. Joe yesed him. Maybe about two weeks went by, and Vinny met up with Joe. And Vinny said, hey, did you see it? Well, I can't get a line on the guy. I can't do this. I can't do that. Vinny got pissed. Pissed. And Vinny told him. Take care of this fucking guy. I gave you an order. This should have been done already. Joe said, okay, okay. But let me tell you something. What about this Randy? Randy's running around Staten Island, Long Island, Queens, and he's creating havoc. He says he's the only killer in the Bonanno crime family, and this and that, talking a lot of shit, threatening people. What about Randy? Randy just did this a few days ago. So Vinny says, don't worry about Randy, I'll fucking take care of it. Matter of fact, don't worry about Benelli, I'll take care of that too. All right, forget about Benelli. You can't do it, I'll show you how it gets done. Vinny's fuming. Vinny comes back to me and says, what's going on with this Randy? I don't know, what's going on with him? Well, here's what I heard. Here's what Joe said to me. Joe wants to throw it in my face. I want you to take out Joe Benelli, and I want you to take out Randy. Quick, 
And I'm looking at him, why Randy? Now, at the time, I'll back up just a little bit. Randy's fucking up on these construction projects. With Robert Van Zandt, with um, Vinny's job. That even at Van Zandt, we pull up there one day. And who's there? Joey Melnish. Joey Melnish was one of the heads of the Purple Gangs. He was one of the real thugs, killers of the Purple Gang. He's over there. We say, hello. Hey, Joey, what's up? Uh, he's doing all the concrete work. Come to find out, Randy hired Joey Melnish and is paying him $500 a day to do concrete work. And the guys he brought, one of the young kids from the neighborhood also, getting $500 a day or $400 a day. He winds up falling in the elevator shaft, hurt himself bad. Uh, the work was quality, but Randy was paying way too much money because even Robert was complaining. Vinny, what the fuck? You bring this guy to me, it's costing me three times as much as it cost me prior. And we can't see it. We're like, Randy, what the fuck's going on? Oh, no, nothing. But when we found this out, Randy made up all excuses. That it got to the point, it got back to um, Joey Melnish, that Joey Melnish told him, give me the fucking phone. Let me call, call Vinny now. Let me speak to him. And then Randy's like, no, 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 no. I'll make sure you get paid. I'll make sure you get paid. And then that was it. Um, he finished up the job. Got paid, but Vinny started getting upset. Like, Randy, are you fucking robbing money from us? Like, Robert's my partner. You, you're supposed to be treating him as if you're treating me. So I get Vinny a little bit calm about Randy. Joe Benelli's definitely going. Randy is like teeter tottering. And this is all within a day or two. We go to Vinny's job. Vinny's walking around doing an inspection and the footings, foundations. You have a piece of plywood sticking out, integrated into the concrete, a bucket, all these different houses. There's something wrong. Vinny goes to the side of his house where all the brickwork is, beautiful brick. He looks up. It's like, what the fuck? All crooked and horrible. Had them take down the whole wall. With this, Vinny said, forget about Randy. He's going. That's it. I'm done. I'm going to make an example out of these two motherfuckers. They want to be defiant. Randy wants to be a thief. And not uh, and do shoddy work for me, and then be a loudmouth, and then we're going to make an example to Joe Camarano Jr., to Jerry Asaro, to everybody else in this family. How quick we act, because I wouldn't do something that I don't ask them. I wouldn't do what I wouldn't ask them to do. So Vinny's like, take them both out as quick as possible. I said, all right, let me get a line on them. With that, I call Randy. Hey, Randy, check this out. Here's what we're going to do. You know Joe Borelli? Oh, I know him really well. You want your button? Yeah, yeah. He's going. He has to go. You're part of the hit team. All right, good, good, good. I know him. I'll lure him in. I set it up with Ace, Joey Gambini, who is Ace's cousin. Here's what's going to go down. We're going to take out Joe Borelli. It's either me or Ace, I'm on the side who's going to be with Randy or Joey Gambini. One of the three are going to be with Randy in the car. When Randy shoots Joe Borelli, who's ever in the car with Randy, we're going to shoot them. We're going to leave them both in the fucking car. And that's it. Or on the street. Whichever, whichever way we plot it out, they're going to, both going to be left there. We're going to have Randy kill Joe Benelli, and then Randy's going right behind it. So with that, they say, okay, make sure it gets done. Setting it up. After that, getting everything plotted out, Randy's reaching out. Lo and behold, 
feds come kicking down Vinny's door. They go to his house on Scherz Avenue. Vinny's not there. Vinny had just arrived to the house. As he's walking out, feds, they lock him up. I get word right away. I call Michael Mancuso. I page him. We meet. I paged him 911 so he knew it was an emergency. And he had to know something was up, so I never paged him. Meet up with him. And I told him Vinny just got arrested. Michael and I are okay. It looks like we're on the same page. We reiterated what Vinny had set in place. Michael, you have the last word. I have your back. Any problems, let me know. He's like, thank you. We'll do just, we'll be fine. We'll this and that. And like I said previously, with Michael and I, we were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. One of the times, I would say maybe about a week, week or two after Vinny's arrest, when Michael and I detention, now Michael and I meet maybe two, three times a week, maybe four times. So within, I would say, two weeks on the second week, Michael and I, we get into it. We're going back and forth uh, about messages, just like I explained prior. Wasn't accepting the messages, only taking with, accepting the messages he wanted that was lying in his pocket. So I'm walking away. Michael said, by the way, Make sure that thing gets done for Vinny. I knew what he was talking about. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, you know what I'm talking about. Just make sure it gets done. And he said it with sarcasm, like I was going to dog it. I wasn't going to follow through. Because he knows Vinny. When Vinny implements something, stick with it, make sure it gets done. I'm like, don't worry. I know it has to be done and when it has to be done. So I'm not a dog. And I threw that out there. I'm not a dog basically throwing it back at him. So with that, um, do what we have to do. Randy's gone. And Joe Birelli, that I put on the side because we had to take this out quick. It was just too much to do all at once. And um, that's basically it. So then all of a sudden, in the um, it's all in the papers, Genovese, Crime family killed Randy Pizzolo. I'll leave it at that for part three. Hope everybody enjoyed this story. Please hit the subscribe button. Thank you for all the support. The love that's being shown on this channel. It's greatly appreciated. Everybody have a good evening. Good morning. Good night. Peace out. Stay tuned for part three. Coming soon.